this is as real as it gets. This is Phoebe Price, and you're listening to the UCW Radio Show. In your face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and we have a great guest lined up for today. He's an actor, a director, a producer, you know, he does everything from Little Light Joe to Damned If I Know, you know, he is a horror sensation. You know, he may not make claim to that, but uh, I'll make claim to it for him. Uh, he is definitely one of the, um, I'm not going to call him an up-and-comer because he paid his dues, but he is one guy that you definitely want to keep an eye on going forward um, with the various projects he has going on. But I'm not going to get into it now. I'm going to let him talk about it. So without further ado, let's bring him on, actor, director, producer, Jared Cohn. Jared, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. How are you? I am very good. Thank you so much for having me on. And, uh, yeah, just happy to be here. No, well, thanks for coming on. I know you're on location, so I appreciate you taking out the time uh, to come on the show and talk about everything. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, my pleasure. I'm, I'm you know, happy, happy to get the word out. Uh, you were on location in uh, a very small town called St. Zenon in uh, Quebec in uh, Canada, obviously. Um, but, yeah, never been here before, and, uh, yeah, crazy place. Well, that's cool. You got to experience new things in order to bring your your horror technique to life, I guess. <laughs> exactly. I feel like kind of like a little bit like uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Uh, you get a little crazy, but uh, I guess with you know with that craziness comes creativity. I hope. Uh, or just becoming a serial killer. It's one or the other. Uh, yeah, one of the some 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 type of genius comes out of it, right? <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, you got to make money on it. Something has to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, hopefully, exactly. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> All right, Jared, just for the purpose of our listeners that aren't uh, really familiar with a lot of your work, can you give us a brief background on you? Because I mean, I, I know the story, but I want them to hear it from your lips because <laughs> it'll sound better for you than for me, I think. Uh, uh, sure. You know, I've, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, doing, uh, movies and such for, you know, about 10 years. Uh, you know, I've had the, uh, you know, opportunities, you know, thankfully, uh, and gratefully, uh, to work with the Asylum, uh, done eight or nine, uh, I believe nine movies with them, four, uh, four primary, just as an actor, and then, uh, four four as a, uh, a director, three of which I wrote. Uh, Hold Your... Hash, the movie Hashtag Hold Your Breath uh, just came out nationwide in theaters. It was the first movie that the, uh, Asylum, the Asylum produced that came out in theaters. And just to give a little information about the Asylum, uh, they've been making movies for 15 years, and they've made over, over 100 films. Um, so, yeah, they're actually about to have their 15-year... Uh, anniversary get-together. Uh, so, great company, run by David Latt, David Romali, and Paul Bell. Great guys. Um, uh, and, yeah, because, you know, right now I'm uh, I'm doing a, a 
a thriller. I'm acting. I also act, and and, and I'm you know shooting on 35 millimeter, which is really rare these days. Um, and uh, yeah, it's called Feed the Devil. They have a pretty cool website up, feedthedevil.com. Uh, so yeah, you know, I've been involved. Just you know, try to stay busy. I, you know, love love the cinema, as they say in Francois, or Maybe they don't say that, but uh, uh, that's my little French accent. <laughs> you, you're getting cultural on us. I don't know. <laughs> you know, hey, I, I uh, in the cold weather, it brings it out of me from time to time. Yeah, there you go. You start breaking out into uh, various languages. Now, you're being kind of modest, Jared, because, you know, from what I'm understanding and uh, the the word around the block, is that you are a uh, a big thing in the horror business right now? Well, I mean, I feel I feel like you may not want to say it. Of, you may not want to say it. I'm just saying this is what I'm hearing around town. I mean, you know, I mean, I appreciate it. it I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm I I'm just happy to be working consistently. The way I look at it is if I'm working consistently and 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 people are taking notice, you know. That, that to me, that, to, to me, it's a good thing. I feel like if I'm, I, you know, I just don't want to, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'd rather, yeah. I mean, whatever. No, I, I wouldn't say I'm a big thing. That Steven Spielberg is a big thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big thing. Sarah Cohn is just fucking the kid from the suburbs, Long Island, New York. Well, you're 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 definitely in the mix, my man. You're definitely in the mix, and you know, it's it's funny. You didn't when you first started in entertainment. Uh, you weren't, you didn't jump into, uh, horror right away. Well, I mean, I never, I never, yeah, I mean, it was never my intention to, uh, primarily focus on, uh, doing horror movies, but, uh, um, you know, if it's a good script, I mean, I just happened to kind of fall into doing more horror because I auditioned for Way the Vampire, uh, and that was a horror movie, that's what I was kind of my first, first deal with the Asylum, and, and, you know, they do more horror, so, yeah. yeah but I, you, love, I mean, I love the genre. Well, and you have a lot of drama with what you do, you know, and you, you, as you said, you're busy, you're working. You know, you uh, had, uh, you know, hashtag... I, mean, I love the genre. The, the, no, not the drama. The, 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 I'm talking about the genre, the genre of horror. The, the genre, the drama, it's, it's, you mix it all together, you come out with good product. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good story at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter what what genre it is, you know. Yeah, well, exactly. And you have you mentioned uh, "Pan Hold Your Breath." You were the director of that flick, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was that. I, I was actually also uh, I will also plug out for a Lifetime and the Asylum. Uh, I was the first uh, director to do a movie for the Asylum that premieres on the Lifetime Network. Uh, Born Bad. Yeah, Michael Welch from Twilight and uh, Bonnie Dennison from Third Watch, David Chokichi from Baywatch, and uh, Meredith Monroe from Dawson's Creek, and uh, uh, she's done a lot of other, other stuff. Californication, uh, great actress, uh, great cast. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, well, it's all good, you know. Well, well, but you know. Yeah, but you know the thing is that I find about you, you know, about your background interesting. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of partial because you're, you're a New Yorker, so 
you know, I have to present you the proper way. But you, you're, you're a smart guy, and the reason I say that is that you have, and I, and I say this on the show a lot, where you have uh, someone that is a performer. Okay, they're an actor, actress, and that's what they do, and they'll go and they'll act and they'll they'll perform, and they think that that's it. You kind of like some like smart people in Hollywood. You learned the whole gambit, so that you know you understood the the writing, the directing part of it, the production part of it. You know, you you use all those tools to hone your craft. So you you're seeing things from different people's perspective, which makes it. Be, make, makes you it allows you to produce a better product, from what I from what I can see. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, if you understand, it, it, it helps with the other. If, if, if you're acting, it helps with your directing. If you're directing, it helps with the acting. And if you're writing, you know, above, and you know, luckily I had the opportunity uh, to learn how to edit. I you know did a lot of editing. Uh, uh, became pretty good with After Effects and you know doing title doing title sequences and building websites. I, I graduated from a New York Institute of Technology uh, with a BFA and you know this very good education. They gave me a very technical. Uh, so I mean I, I consider myself you know more of a my you know my mom's a painter, very you know, dad's a photographer. So it's, I you know I have the creative flow within me. So it's like being able to learn the technical side of stuff, you know, it definitely helps, you know, it, it helps, it helps having edited stuff with acting, because then you realize, like, if you're doing something completely different, like, how much you're actually going to fuck up your edit, fuck right. with your editor, editor going to hate you, you're, you know, you know, you don't want your editor to hate you, um, and he's just not going to use it, so if, if you're not doing the same, if you're smoking a cigarette in one scene, in one, I'm sorry, in one take, and then the next take, you're like, you know what, I don't feel like I'm smoking a cigarette anymore. Uh, like, and you have your master shot where you're smoking, and then your close up where you're not smoking, then you can never use the master uh, again because it's it fucked up. You, you know, because you had some moment. But I, and I've seen acting teachers say like, oh, completely say things like, don't worry about the editor. Like, like they'll find a way around it. Like, like no, you really have to be more cognizant of of the other people. You know, playing the process. So I think it's just disrespectful to uh to, to not understand some, i mean i'm not disrespectful but i mean just not cognizant you know what I mean? well yeah you have to be cognizant of what you know the what the whole machine is doing because if you're not you know then you can actually make it more difficult and at the end of the day people that make it easy and they work with the directors and they understand what's going on the producer loves them reason being it saves money it saves money yeah. And there's a type of people that uh, that they'll continually bring back, and right. uh, it, it goes and like the actors that uh, are cool and that are professional and aren't you know a pain in the ass. Those are people that like I love to work with, and, and those are people that I will continually bring back and work with. And and, and that's and I feel like that's a, on a small scale how it works on a large scale. I mean, you know, you know, I mean. The way it is. If you're cool and you're and you're good with people, and you're not gonna, if you're not gonna create problems, then you know you're 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 good to work with. Yeah, well that that, but that makes you valuable, and especially if you're if if an actor is working with a director and they uh, they make it easier for them to. You know, to 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 have to take to have the takes and and uh, to get the footage and to get the right 
angle and they understand everything and they're easier to work with, yeah, you're going to want to have that guy the next time. They, they, they can become one of your go-to people. You know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if someone's less, I would say, yeah. I mean, here's the thing: it's like, it's like if someone's less talented, but but they're just so much of a pleasure to be around. And and, and I mean, if when you're making movies, you're you're in the trenches for months or mm-hmm. weeks or, or whatever, however long it is. So it's not you have to get, when you're the director or or you're or, you, or you're a, a, a grip or you're the DP like. The people they want to work with, like, like they don't, like, they, you know, at the end of the day, it's like the production experience is very real, and people are going to want to work with people that that they enjoy. Like, like I read, Tina, I'll read Tina Fey's biography, and she said, the people that Lauren Michaels keeps around are people that he wouldn't mind bumping into at 3 a.m. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what? when you're fucking grumpy at 3 a.m., if you bump into somebody, uh... Yeah, but but it makes a lot of sense because you know if you're if you can get along with someone on set for long hours, you said you're in the trenches. You know, uh, yeah, you know, you you want those people around you, and that that goes without saying. Now I have a question for you, Jared. Just I, I want you to paint the picture, okay? You know, and I and I have to go into this because I think that just seeing the just understanding your perspective and going in. How how is the feeling when you got your first um, directorial job that they said, you know what, Jared, I, we want you to direct this? What was what was going on in your head at the, at that time? Um, well, I'll, I'll 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 give you a little background on on, on that information. Um, on that, on, it was uh, for the real first real directing. You know, gig was uh, born was a born dad, which I wrote on spec. Um, and I had written, I had written it, and uh, I got a call from David Romali. I was you know, so happy uh, when he said he enjoyed the script and he was possibly interesting in, in, in making the movie. And you know, so that was that was the first moment. Um, the second moment was that I realized that uh, here was a production company that had been around for a really long time and very successful, and they necessarily did not necessarily want me to direct this movie mm-hmm. uh, because I was, un, I was an unproven director. But I, I mean, I had directed a bunch of other, other stuff, uh, including a movie that I you know, funded myself, but in their eyes and, and, and in, in IMDb's eyes and, and, and whatever, I was untested. So I kind of had a fight. I mean, they, you know, fight, fight for the opportunity to direct uh, a movie that I had written on spec. Um, but basically... I, you know, I, I, I said, listen, guys, you know, I, I gives you my, you know, I, I, I am experienced. I sent him a copy of, of the movie I had made, you know, with like no budget. And they were like, you know, it's not a total piece of shit. And so, they, you know, they gave, they gave me the, they gave me the opportunity, but they said, and I remember this moment very clearly. They said, we will, we have no problem firing you day one. At the end of the day, you're not doing this movie because I mean, yeah, it's their movie. I mean, they they put the money up, they got the the the, the star names in it. So, and I don't, you know, I don't blame them. I'm, I mean, and, but I was so that that's the mode I was going into it. It wasn't. I was like, yeah, I'm so happy, I'm excited. I was nervous, like, oh my god, if I if I if I screw up, like, I'm 
fired, and they have no problem firing me, and they told me that. And uh, so that that's where my head was at. So that was, you know, on the fourth front. So no no pressure, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No no pressure. No pressure. So, But I was happy. I was happy, uh, yeah, when, you know, when, when I, and, uh, you know, when they were like, okay, it's coming along. And at no, at no point where they're like, oh, we like it. Yeah, you know, they were just like, okay, we're not going to, we're, we not, we not, we, we, we might, we're not going to fire you, dot, 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 yet. So they wanted you to prove yourself, uh, and if you didn't prove yourself, you were, you were going to hit the bricks. That was it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it, 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 if I freaked out or, or, or something, something bad went wrong, yeah, that, that, that would have been it. That, that, that definitely would have been it. And, uh, you know, you can't blame them. Uh, I mean, it's really the, the producer's money. And whoever the money it is, it's, that's 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 where the money. I mean, that's where the movie is made. The movie right. is made, you know, with the budget. Yeah, but they they rolled the dice on you. To, to they probably said, "Let's see what this kid has, and if he has what it takes, then we'll have a good product." Exactly. So they, yeah, they rolled the dice. Uh, of, you know, of cognitive of them rolling the dice, and you know, it worked out. You know, and then I've got, now I've done three more movies. Three more movies with that, you know, it's the same company as the director. So, um, you know, uh, obviously, uh, you know, it, it, it worked out. Obviously, yeah. uh, it, it was good. Then, but it goes back to what we were talking about. If you make it easier and you want people, if you make it easier for people to be around you and work with you, they they'll they want to embrace you because they want to have you as their go-to person. And for them to, to throw you... Uh, into three other projects directing them, I, I guess you made a hell of an impression. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, they, they, they make a lot of movies. Um, so, you know, I, I, I hope, you know, uh, the, you know, the movies get, you know, I will be honest, the movies, every, every movie gets mixed reviews. So, mm -hmm. and already they, uh, you know, subjective thing. So, uh, whether you make a good movie or not, uh, at the end of the day, it's up to the person who watched it. I would assume, but I mean, I'm 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 personally I'm proud of uh, you know the work you know the work they've done. Some some things more proud than others. So uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, if the movie's successful financially and the producers are happy, then I, I think that's that's most important thing, uh, mm -hmm. I, I would say, or, or, or if the fans enjoy it, is the most important thing. It depends on how you look at it. Well, can I ask you a question, Jared? Now, you're doing um, a lot of horror, uh, horror flicks. Now, do you find, you know, because I, I look at, you know, back in the 70s, I think yeah, it's definitely. I think it was the seventies. Uh, you had John Carpenter. He made you know the the, the horror movies and the yeah, fog. I, yeah, the fog. Remember the fog? I love that movie. Not the remake, the original. Um, but you know, yeah. he, he. I guess he kind of got. You can get kind of pigeonholed into that genre. Do Do you have any fear of that happening? Uh, yeah, I mean. Is that a bad thing to be working in the horizontal? I don't think it's. I mean, no, it's not. It's, not, not, it's, not, it's not a bad thing. It's just uh, a thing. I was just curious as to, um, you know, because I guess a lot of uh, you have a lot of people that like to um, expand their horizons and try different things. You know, if you're good at well, what I you mean, do. You know, 
I will say, uh, you know, I mean, Bikini Spring Break, which is, was a comedy, a sexy comedy, as they call it, uh, starring Robert Carradine, uh, was very successful. It just came, it came out in February of 2012. Uh, so, I mean, I got that. I, you know, I did that. Um, I, got, I got an action movie. I got a uh, uh, drama that's uh, kind of a drama in the, in the, on the plate. Another, uh, I'm going to do a thriller. So, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, if people are thinking, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more horror because, uh, you know, a breath and, and as long as the project comes out the way you want it, that's what matters, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it, it, uh, at this point, I mean, if someone comes to me with a project, I think is that's not right for me. Uh, I, you know, I, I might, you know, hopefully we'll be able to say, you know, I, I don't want to do that. I mean, obviously, you gotta you gotta pay your bills and you, you gotta you gotta work. Um, so I mean, you kind of I, I, I take each opportunities project as, uh, you know, look at it on its own, depending, regardless of what genre. But I love horror, and, uh, you know, it's just, I, I would never turn down a horror movie just because I thought I was doing too much horror. I mean, look at Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he's, I mean, and, and look at other, look at Eli Roth, and, uh, I mean, he, 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 he's acting in Inglorious Bastards, and, 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 and doing, and directing great horror movies, so I mean, it's like, I feel like nowadays, you know, you can kind of get away with that more. That, that so more it's, a, it's a little different than when John Carpenter was making making his movies, you know, because of the way digital media is and everything's so fast now that you can actually be broad-based and still have a heavy concentration in one genre and still do other things. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like if major celebrities are now able to go to the ABN, and, and hang out there and have their pictures taken, and, and people, then it's, people are more open-minded. And if people who don't know what ABN is, uh, I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't need to uh, explain. <laughs> they could be on the inside. Yeah, the inside track. <laughs> they, could, right. they could Google that shit if they really wanted to. There you go, there you go. Now, hold your breath. You said it's coming out in January on DVD. You had a a theatrical debut, and it came out, it was in the theaters, and now it's going to be on DVD. Oh, yeah. uh, can, can you just give us uh, some highlights of uh, of how that uh, worked out and what, what the movie's about? Oh, it's great. We had a whole red carpet event. We had the movie at the AM, it's at AMCs and nationwide, major cities, New York, Philly, Seattle, L.A., Atlanta, um Dallas, uh, blah, 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 I can't remember the rest of it. You can go to holdyourbreathmovie.com. We had a whole contest that they had where the winner gets killed in an asylum movie. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, it was a lot of buzz and, and crafts and hype, and it was great. It was great to be around that, and uh, the party was, was great. Uh, I, you know, the, the movie, uh, that was actually the first time I'd seen the final final because they were tweaking it up until the last minute with the, the audio and this and the color timing and the effect. Um, but it's great. We got a 4.5 out nice. of 5 nice. on, on Wicked 
channel. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, and we got some good reviews. We got some good reviews. We also got some shit reviews. Uh, uh, someone, someone said it was great. Someone said it was aggressively mediocre. Um, so, I mean, people, there's always going to be mixed reviews. So, uh, not not everyone no not everyone's gonna love you, and that's something that you know. You, if you're not taught that early on, you're gonna be set for disappointment for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of gave up on trying. Uh, I don't think no movie has ever come out like where where it's been 100 percent loved or liked uh, by everybody. So uh, at the end of the day. Uh, cares um make the best movie you can so I, I was fortunate enough to you know have some good reviews which i'll read those and, and attempt to disregard the the negative ones yeah don't but, oh, yeah, don't, yeah. don't listen to the naysayers what do they know yeah <laughs> exactly i mean uh there will always be naysayers so let them nay say yeah well and, i mean the, the more successful you get the more they're gonna nay so you know let them do their thing and just keep Keep uh, proving them wrong and keep being successful and keep making stuff happen. Now, uh, Hold Your Breath, uh, as, as I said, is going to be coming out in DVD, and that's going to have, uh, I guess, international distribution in January, right? Yeah, yeah January. It's, uh, it's available on uh, Netflix and, and, and such right now. Uh, it, it actually has a, it came out in theaters and on VOD at the same time. See, uh, and you know what's going to happen after we're done with this show, and now I'm going to have to go to my Netflix account, which I haven't opened up probably in a few months, and now I have to watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you, made, you made my uh, night, uh, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey I, I, I'll give you a movie marathon, because right now on Netflix is Bikini Spring Break, Born Bad, and Hold Your Breath. Holy crap. Um, but you don't want me to sleep, do you? <laughs> no. No, I don't. This guy... I, Crack open a bottle of something and, uh, you know, have a, have, make a night out of it. Yeah, well, we'll have the Jared Cohn uh, uh, evening fest. <laughs> exactly. Jared Cohn, movie madness. Uh, dot, dot, dot. Murder mayhem. <laughs> so now, the, your next your next movie that you're uh, that we were talking about was 12, 12, 12. Uh, what's, what's that about? Uh, 12, okay. Oh, you 12, know what? 12, 12, 12. But you know something, Jared, and, and I'm going to interrupt you, and I apologize. Before we get into 12-12-12, what I need to do, we need to take a quick break. Uh, just a quick break. We're going to be back, and we're going to talk about 12-12-12. Wait, where are you? Did you move out here? Yeah, and I don't know anyone. Just come over to my dorm right now. Hey, I'm Denny. I'm Brooke. It's okay. I'm one of the good guys. What you Why don't I ask your permission next time I want to go out, Catherine? Brooke, where are you going? Brooke. Uh, why does my life have to suck so bad? You got me. Something seems a little off about him, you know? Wait a minute, what happened to your face? Nothing. I think I made a mistake. Mistake? This guy's a real scumbag, right? I'm trying to help you! Can you say that? It doesn't mean anything! Hurting me! What did you 
Joplin, Missouri was fascinated by anything with wheels and a motor. The odds of him going on to fascinate millions with his talent, one 
in 260,000. The odds of this born racer having 157 career top 10 finishes in NASCAR? One in 125 billion. The odds of him winning both the Daytona 500 and the Brickyard 400 in the same year? One in 195 million. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism? One in 110. I'm NASCAR driver Jamie McMurray, and my niece has autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Hey, you want to see something cool? Check this out. My name's Anitra, and I'm going to rock your world. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. Mm. Look at that. Wow. Oh, my God. Along with my boys, Mikey and Joey. I need the Shalaba Brothers stack. We're knocking down walls and taking names. The brothers actually get something done. And everyone gets to play. Progress is slow. We should be finished by Christmas. Girls with power tools. We're not just bringing back the den, baby. We're making mega dens that'll blow you oh, away. Wow! What are you doing? Oh, Anitra, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that is cool. You want some of this? Facial recognition, motion activating. They're gonna wet their pants. This may be the coolest room I have ever seen. Because life is too short to live without a mega den. to the Miramar play. You built a palace. Now it's time to be king. Hi, Gavins. He's a hotel guy, not a killer. You threatening me, Ben? Absolutely, I'm threatening you. Get out! Get out! You killed the wrong girl last night. Well, that's why God made extra bullets. Be fine, Ike. No, you won't be. Dangerous. If she's still breathing, you won't be. Focus, boys. Welcome to Miami Beach. Never a dull moment. You're having a baby. Are you ready for that? How? It's like you bit me or something. What happened at the hospital? Are you aware of your baby being born on 12, 12, 12? Is that supposed to mean something? They think that your son is the one. He's my baby, he's not the devil. Oh, stop! Get away from that baby. Kill him! Sebastian! Rise and roll for eternity! Ah! All right, now welcome back to the UCW Radio Show. We're here with Jared Cohn, and we left off. We're talking about his uh, his new movie, uh, Twelve Twelve Twelve. Jared, you know, uh, tell us about Twelve Twelve Twelve. You know, was, honestly, I think that Twelve 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 is going to be uh, my my best movie to date, and uh, so proud of it. Uh, I, it was the one. It's my latest movie. We had uh, the lovely Sarah Molecule Lane, who is actually a huge star in uh, Thailand. Um, 
very famous over there. Uh, she plays the lead about a killer baby that causes murder and mayhem all over it. And uh, the trailer just went live on, on, on YouTube. It's premiering. The movie comes out December 4th. Uh, we had a great actor, Stevie Hanks, who, who, who I've worked, had the pleasure of working with a couple times now, play, also play opposite Sarah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, just, it was, it's really great. Um, and I would say, everyone, it's all about the Mayan, you know, the whole Mayan conspiracy at the end of the world, uh, 12, 12, 12. So uh, definitely go on YouTube and search 12, 12, 12, the asylum, and watch the trailer and uh, love it or hate it. You know what I mean? It's one or the other. And when's that scheduled to be released? Uh December 4th. Not in theaters, but it will be on VOD and Redbox and uh, uh, Amazon and, you know, all, all, all over the world. You know, the Asylum, it's the, the Asylum, I mean, their, they, their distribution outlet is, is their network is, is staff, and that's an understatement. Yeah, so whether, whether you're in theaters or whether you go straight to DVD, it doesn't much matter. You're still going to get out there, and you're going to be going out to the masses. And, you know, in my opinion, sometimes it's more profitable just to go to DVD. Yeah, uh, but the movie in theaters is very expensive, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, and, yeah, so, I mean, there's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's a whole other conversation to, uh, to have about, uh, um, you know, VOD versus DVD versus theatrical releases. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, definitely. It, it, it the asylum does its own distribution, um, and it's nation. It's worldwide. I mean, they're ever present at at Midtown, Con, Market, Berlin, AFM. Uh, uh, they're getting their stuff out there, and uh, in addition to all the major retailers, Walmart, Target, Best Buy. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not difficult to, to, to be able to, to get a, a view, to, to, to view their titles. Right, well, that, that's, I mean, the, the whole thing with being a movie maker is having people watching your movies, and that's the greatest gratification that you can get, people watching it and enjoying your work. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, one thing to get them watching, another thing to get them to enjoy, but yeah, absolutely. They can do both, and then that's great. Well, that, that, that's all good stuff. Now, what's the project that you're working on right now? Because I know you're, oh, on, okay. you're, you're on location right now. I, I'm on location right now. I'm, I'm in a, a town, St. Zenon in Quebec, uh, which is in Canada, obviously, um, called Feed the Devil. Being shot on 35 millimeter on like these awesome antique Lomo Russian lenses. It's just looking absolutely beautiful. We're shooting a uh, scope, um, so uh, I'm playing the lead role, small cast. Um, you know, it's like a 45 day shoot. Um, so uh, yeah, I've been I've been in the middle. I've, like I said, I've been like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, in the middle of the woods, middle of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, but check out feedthedevil.com. It's going to be great. The, the, the director of Max, the director and director of photography, the same person, Max Maxime Pellier. Max Pellier, his last film, The Ante, made it to Sundance. Got mm. actually got into Sundance. And uh, this film, uh, he's, is what he's saying is much is much better. Or you know, or or, or what you know, he's saying he's more proud of it, or or whatever. You know, that was five years ago. 
So he learned a lot. Needless to say, he's a big commercial director in uh, in, in Montreal. Um, does a lot of commercials, music videos, club videos, etc. And uh, yeah, feed the devil. Check it out. Check mm. me out. And that's, that's feed. That's feed. That's feed the dot com, right? Feedthedevil.com, yeah. That's it. Yeah, and you'll you'll be able to see some synopsis and cast bios and 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 things of that nature. Well, you know, I think it's great, Jared, that you can go from producing a film, directing a film, you're open to acting in films and doing whatever is necessary to be part of a, a good project. And that that diversity and that willingness, again, you know, shows the value in, in the artist. And I'm sure that, you know, you know, anyone, any production company, any anyone that that's out there that's working with you they have to be pleased that they have you on their team well you know I, i'm just happy to be working uh and the reason just just, just to get a little bit of insight uh, the reason why i had to no, not had to but the reason why I, I branched out was because of failure uh i failed as an actor and i went out to la when i was 19 to just become an actor become a movie star stars in my eyes blah 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 and uh you know, I, I I was fortunate enough to work at some really great projects, but I mean, I just wasn't I wasn't making it financially, uh, um, and that's it. You know, I went I, I I was still you know having to wait after years and years. I was still you know waiting tables and catering and and, and you know that's all I was like So I, I say as opposed to uh, doing this, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna. You know, start writing. I'm gonna start editing video and taking actors' headshots. I mean, it's hustling. I mean, you got to hustle to stay in the biz. Yeah, it's well, tough. Well, you, uh, you you started you started digging deep into your 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 New Yorker and you to to make sure you survive. You know, I, I I'd rather be on a set. Um, you know, being around other filmmakers than 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 serving uh, pasta for jewel. Yeah. Not that I don't love pasta for you, but you know, let's be honest. But you want you want I mean working and keeping yourself busy and that's what it's about. And that's why your resume keeps growing and that's why you have, you know, production companies, you have other directors, you have, you know, uh people looking at you and trying to bring in. You know, you can only do so many projects at once, but it's, it must be a good feeling, uh, people uh, seeking you out for projects now. You know, I mean, if you can, yeah, I mean, to get to, to get offered a, a a job above the line, um, which you know, writing, directing, I think, uh, you know, producing, um, without having to audition or interview is is um, it, it's, it's the most wonderful thing. It, it, it's reassurance that you know you you at least came, you know, somewhere. And uh, it's great. I mean, it, it really is the best, the best thing ever. Um, I mean, I've had a lot more, a lot of friends. I mean, I've had a lot of friends that are a lot more successful, and a lot of friends that are a lot less successful. So, it, you know, you, you never want to be quite. Too, it's the second you feel content, that's that's when you're doomed. That's when mm -hmm. you're done. Well, that's like anything in life. When you when you become complacent and you're okay where you're at, you're done. You're done. It's done. over. Done. <laughs> you know, people people get lazy and they they get complacent and they think, okay, I made it to this point. That's all I have. You know, and then uh, that that's not a good thing. 
That's definitely not a good thing, but uh, it's good that you realize that because it just keeps you rocking and rolling and making things happen. You know, and you're not afraid to to work, which is which is uh, which is good. But it's as you said earlier, it's a blessing that you're working, and that's what it's about: keeping yourself busy. I mean, and it's, yeah, it's the only it's one of the few industries. I mean, and I, I think it goes for all creative industries. If, if, you, if you're fortunate enough to be working as an artist, uh, you know, whether you're a musician or a painter or a filmmaker or an actor or a writer or you know whatever it. If you're fortunate enough to like pay all your bills and you live on your own, you know, you know, and, and doing doing what you, you know, what you're passionate about doing, then, um, and, and you know, it's great. I mean, I mean, because there's so many people that, and God bless them, you know, you know, that are having to, you know, the wait tables and audition and 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 I've done that. Here's the thing, I've done that, so mm-hmm. I, I, I I I I I get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm just happy to be here. It's like you climb through a fucking over a mountain or, you know, a figurative hill and, uh, you know, you're able to get, but you got to fight to be up there because mm-hmm. there's leprechauns and demons and dragons trying to throw you off. No, nobody's going to give it to you. You have to go and get it. You know, yeah. I mean, no one's just sitting there saying, hey, here you go. You don't have to work hard. You know, you actually unless, have to. Unless your, name, unless your last name, uh, it's very recognizable. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. But you, you know, nepotism, but nepotism, never nepotism when 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 it's friends with you is 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 always a welcome gift. Yeah, but you know what? I always find it to be a lot sweeter when you fight and you win and you make it because no one can ever ever take that away from you. No one can say, "Hey, you were given it." Nope, I fought for this and made oh, it. Oh. And I, this absolutely. is it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. However, after after a time of being around good company, um, those same people will call you up and they'll say, "Hey, how about you for this part? Or how about you direct this?" With because 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 they're because they know you and and you're their friend. So yeah. if, if you work. You've fought and you've earned that nepotism. Right, so that that that's earning. That's that's different than something being handed down to you. You earned it, so yeah. you earned that right. So that's okay. That's fine because you build those relationships and you get to that point in Hollywood. That is that's the way. That's the nature of the beast. But you have to get there, and you're not exactly think, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You, thing, things weren't handed to you, and I know that. That's why we're we're talking about this because it wasn't just hey here you go Jared Cohn here you go you're a superstar no you had to fight and crawl rung by rung and go up the ladder and get to where you're at and you're still going up because you have a you have more more of a journey to go you know, so oh, you, I got a fuckload of, I mean the journey, the journey never ends and and I you know you got to enjoy the journey but mm-hmm. but yeah I I I I'm not complacent where I'm at with my career if that if that's the indication. But uh, I, I, and I think I don't think most successful people are, and I don't think they ever are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's the curse of you know of being an artist or being uh, you know you know in, in a creative field. Is you always, you, always, you know you always strive to do better and, and better work. You know, not mm-hmm. necessarily more work, but better work. Um, but um, to be working in you know today's day and age is, is, is also you know, it's, it's one thing. It's not like when the sixteen hundreds hundreds and we're you know, we're growing our own food, you know, stomping on our own grapes, making our own wine and we're just painting. 
being an artist. It's like, no, it's, nowadays you need to pay five dollars for a gallon of gas to uh, to drive, you know, to do something. Yeah, well, it, everything costs money, and that, that's you know, so you, you want your art to pay off because otherwise you're gonna be a starving artist, and that that doesn't work. That doesn't work anymore. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh done that. Yeah, done yeah. that. Everyone. Yeah, most most successful artists have that one point been a, been, been a starving artist, and and uh, you know, yeah, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being a starving artist. Um, to all the starving artists out there, I say, keep going, keep going, and 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 you know, keep starving. Yeah, then, so, I, mean, then, I mean, until you not until you're not starving, but yeah, but don't you know, don't don't, don't accept your hunger. Yeah, but don't, don't let your famine stop you. There you go, and and don't accept uh, no for an answer. If you want, if you want to, you know, achieve your dreams, you have to go and start living your dreams, and you'll get there eventually. It'll happen. You know, as long as you work hard. Hopefully, 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 oh, hopefully. Now, now, Jared, uh, let me, because uh, I know, you, again, you're on location. I know they they probably have that light going on for you, so I don't want to keep you too long. But uh-huh. what I, what I want to do, if you can, if you if you could give advice to any any up and coming talent, director, producer, you know, actor that's out there that's listening to the show. What advice would you give them as they're entering into uh, the entertainment field? Uh, okay, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'll be very, I'm, I'm tired of the the vague information that people that people give and say, keep going, follow your dreams, and don't stop, blah blah blah. I'm going to be very specific. Um, it's today's day and age. If you want to be a successful filmmaker, successful actor, successful writer, uh, understand. The entertainment industry, understand the distribution, uh, understand cameras, lenses, editing, video codecs, frame rate. Um, understand NTSC uh, broadcast rules and regulations versus that of PAL. Understand depth of field, the latest cameras, color correction. Uh, understand uh, the difference between you know, just graphics cards or GPU acceleration. Uh, you know, learn and editing too, whether it's Final Cut or Adobe Premiere or Sony, Sony Vegas or, uh, you know, write some screenplays, take an acting class, um, you know, and be a good, be a good you know, communi- communicator, you know, speak well. And, uh, you know, I mean, understand the difference between an XLR connector, between the quarter-inch connector, between, the, you know, a 1.8 and, 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 and be, you know, of the technology that we live in. And, uh, you know, understand HD versus 4K versus 6K. Uh, you know, the difference between an SLR lens versus cinema lens, uh, you know, and uh, a zoom lens and a prime lens. And... Uh, ISO and you know daylight and tungsten and, and you know I mean there's a lot of technical things that that that, that, that people talk about and, and there's different hats and and that you know you should wear, be able to communicate. You want to be able to communicate, otherwise they'll be able to take advantage of you. And when someone can, when someone knows more than you can, than you do, and they'll they'll you know they'll they'll use that information to try to 
to try to belittle you on some level, and it's it's unfortunate that people do that sometimes. So, you know, you try to arm yourself with as much information. You know, knowing these half the battles, yeah, yeah. So, in other words, educate, educate, educate yourselves. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent, of yeah. course. Yes, as yeah. much as you can. Yeah, and that, that's it. You're hearing it first from Jared Cohn. He uh, is such a well-rounded person in Hollywood that uh, you'll catch him directing, acting, producing, this thing. You may even catch him on Broadway doing a dance. I don't know. He's 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 he's, no dancing. (laughs) You're not going to do the Yankee Doodle? No? (laughs) If I'm really drunk, maybe. Oh, then then that'll be a YouTube moment then, my man. (laughs) No, God, no, 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 no. If I'm drunk and dancing, please don't film me. No, no, yeah. And please, no. if you do film me, if you do film me, please don't put it on YouTube. It has to be a private moment. There you go. But, uh, Jared, uh, in closing, now for people that want to follow your career, follow what's going on, beyond going to IMDb, you know, uh, where else can they find uh, your, your work or find out more about you? Uh, you know, you can keep, I, I got to tweet more, but at Traplight Media, T-R-A-P-L-I-G-H-T-M-E-D-I-A, Traplight Media, that's at Traplight Media on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Jared.com. Uh, but, you know, if I don't know you, I'll shoot me a message before I, you just friend me because I've been getting a lot of weird friend requests. Um, uh, traplightmedia.com, jaredcone.com, of course, uh, on IMDb and the Asylum website, theasylum.cc. Uh, you know, Google the name Jared Cohn and, and uh, you'll see a bunch of random crap and you can follow me and it's not that difficult. I don't want to make it that difficult uh, because, you know, I like being accessible and communicating with people and if you email me, I'll there's a good chance I'll email you back and uh, say something. I don't know what exactly I'll say. It depends on what you say to me, but, you know, good chance I'll write back. Oh, there you go. You know, you have someone that's open in Hollywood, you know, so reach out to Jared Cohn, go on Google, pull up his name, go on IMDb, you know, go to traplightmedia.com, check him out. This is a guy you want to keep tabs on as the months and years go by because this this guy is going to be shining brighter and brighter as each project goes along. So I want you listeners to keep track of him because uh, I think you're going to see some major things going on with him as uh, we roll on. But, uh, Jared, I want to thank you for taking time uh, while you're on location to come on the show. Uh, it was great having you on, great insight, and uh, great advice to the up-and-comers in Hollywood. And, yeah, educate themselves. You know, and what yeah, I, wa- I, mean, I, mean, I I went off on a little time, but the most important thing at the end of the day is no matter what you do, just hustle. Hustle hard. Hustle hard. It ain't easy. Uh, but you can make it. You can do it. Just hustle hard. Yeah, and that's it. Hustle hard. That, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in quotations. Hustle hard and that that's per jared cone okay jared thank thank you again and i want what i want to do is when your next project uh is done i want to bring you back on so we can talk about it and get some insight on that project and what you have going on and just constantly update uh the listeners and your fans out there yeah anytime you anytime you want me back i'm, I'm happy to talk to you i i had a great time talking to you i i, I think 
you asked me some great questions. It was exciting. It was different. It was interesting. And uh, I appreciate you, um, you know, having me on the show and, 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 and asking me the questions. And, and I, was, you know, I, had a, I had a pleasure. So, yeah, it, it's my pleasure to any time if you want. Just hit me back and, 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 and you know, talk to me. I'm here. Thank you so much, Jared, and good luck with the rest of your filming. Uh, you have another what forty days of filming and whatever you need to do there. So uh, you know, hopefully that you, you'll see that at Sundance as well and see some great stuff coming from you. Yeah, exactly. You know, just enjoy enjoy each day as it comes, and and you know, hopefully the film will do well. And uh, yeah, you know, you hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. There you go. But you're involved in the film, so it's going to do well. I have no doubt about it. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you got it, Jared. Thank you. thank you so much, and uh, enjoy the rest of your shooting, and we will catch up uh, You know, uh, when you're done filming. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, thank you, everybody, for listening. If, uh, you made it, if you made it this far, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, I think they're listening, Jared. Take care. Take care. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.